Welcome. And welcome back to the Premier League Sock Hair Podcast, where two American idiots uh, talk about everything Premier League and uh, Sock Hair related. Uh, we're going to go through the latest roundups, scores, transfers, stupid stats, rumors, um, and pretty much everything Premier League related. We go into Champions League a little bit, um, depending on, on which teams they're playing. Um, if you're a new listener, welcome. If you're returning, um, thank you. Thank you. Seriously, we really depend on <laughs> It means a lot. Um, but yeah, this is episode eight, I hope. Otherwise, my notes are wrong. Um, but coming out of game week 10, going into game week 11, a um, bit of a depressing tone last episode. <laughs> For some of us, that continues. Um, oh, sorry. I'm your host, Andy Woodhall. Oh, I am your other host, Julian Bluen. Um, yeah, so before we get started, let's, um, let's kick it off to our sponsor. Uh, organsforus.com you might wonder how two you know handsome strapping lads are able to watch soccer all the time and afford this lavish lifestyle that we do but organs for us makes it easy if you're already an organ donor you can prematurely donate organs (laughs) and they give you a DIY kit for you to do it yourself in your bathtub it comes with anesthesia the right utensils ice buckets to ship it obviously um who needs two kidneys? Livers grow back. No one even knows what the gallbladder does. So if you're short on cash, you like watching soccer and making pods, Organs For Us is your uh, company. Um, oh, that might be my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> they paid us a lot. Blood money, if you will. Yeah, really sold our souls. They're <laughs> looking for children. No, Two uh, <laughs> duck. Anyways, but... Um, Let's kick it off with the first. (laughs) (laughs) Let's kick it off with the first game uh, of of last weekend, which was Crystal Palace Newcastle, zero two, two two goals to Newcastle, both scored in the last four minutes of the game. Um, Wasn't much of a game. I don't think anyone had expectations going in, but um, another goal for Callum Wilson, uh, but more importantly, a goal for Jolinton, who that whole game I thought just looked great. and I never would have thought I would I would say that about him. Yeah. He seems to be finding a stride a little bit. Yeah. That goal might kick it off. I think we had even been positive on him like, previously. Last week. Yeah, you're right. And we had seen a little bit of signs of something. And yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. This this might this might be uh, kicking it on for him. Yeah. So I I mean hopefully um, they spent a lot of money on him. I don't love him as a player, but you can kind of see that the pieces are are moving. Um, yeah, and Palace, you never seem to know this season. They look really good some games. And, and, <laughs> They're all over the place. Yeah. I do appreciate having teams like that around, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I would I say us, too. Didn't, didn't mean that as a dig at you in Arsenal. But, um, we'll, we'll get to that. Get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, nothing nothing too much to write home about. But um, And then going into to the Saturday games... Uh, West Brom Sheffield 1-0. Don't have to spend too much time there, but could be a relegation decider. Um, West Brom have looked pretty good in some games against United. They looked they looked very solid. Um, and Sheffield, it's just they can't if they can't score against a team like West yeah. Brom, that gets you a little bit worried. Yeah. Um, I, um, West Brom have some players too. I mean, Gallagher gets the goal in this one, but even beyond him, they have they have some decent players. Whether it's uh, Pereira. 
Yeah. Who else? <laughs> a, lot. a couple others. Yeah. Um, the fellow that they signed from uh, West Ham. Um, ooh, I'm totally blanking on his name. We'll pull him up. But, um, yeah, anyways, yeah, I think I think they look pretty good. Their defense is always a bit leaky. Um, Diagana. Mm, yes, yeah. Diagana. Yeah, he looks great. Um, but... Yeah, I think for Sheffield, it's just more worrying signs, especially when you kind of see those other relegation fighters peeling out of that bottom, um, and they seem to be kind of stuck, I think, pretty sure only with one point um, from 10 games. So that's one draw and nine losses. That's pretty rough. Um, we always talk about uh, our boy, Rian Brewster, making the wrong career choice, potentially. Um, I think we're kind of confirming that as... Wait, he's so he's young, though. It's like... like- Maybe I, I, I think I think it's more that Sheffield, Sheffield, yeah. Maybe he made the wrong move. Maybe Sheffield, if if their goal this year was to stay up, and they were hoping that buying a twenty year old, poor business not, from there, yeah, yeah. who's not proven in the league was was going to do that for them. Um, I will say it is shocking. Was it like I don't think they had too many departures other than Dean Henderson. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it is it is. A they big were what? Dip. They were almost almost Europe Europa League last season. Yeah, and but now what they carried them was their defense, and they got they had just enough goals to get them there. It's but true. It was a lot of one zero. No one prolific up yeah. top. Yeah, and it was a lot of energy, and they probably the excitement of being in the Premier League That's after true. a while out. Um, and they probably felt very confident as as coming in to this season, where hey, we were in seventh last season, yeah. we can stay up. Yeah. And maybe that was a false hope, or maybe it's some Aaron Ramsdale bad luck. He brings down yeah. Bournemouth, comes back, yeah. and then drags Sheffield down as well. Uh, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I I didn't have any uh, much more notes than that. Um, but uh, next on that list is Everton Leeds. Um, sad news for Everton. Uh, that kind of. Sorry streak continues. They started the season very well. Yeah. A lot of confidence with those new signings. Um, I think a couple of notes that I have is uh, James did not look exceptional, Mm. and he started to continually not look exceptional, whereas in the beginning he looked phenomenal, like like a real coup um, in terms of signings and... I don't know. I don't know what your take on on that was, but yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, I think we predicted that Le- that Everton would have a hard time against Leeds. Um, the energy, yeah. it's the energy level. It's 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 almost like a clash of two different styles, like the kind of stylish, laid back Everton style, where right. James is kind of just creating everything yeah. and like he's dictating the flow against a team that won't let you dictate the flow against a team that's really bringing the you know, the press and bringing the press and then bombing up uh, up the field, um, yeah, they just can they couldn't deal with it. Um, I, I I think someone who really impressed me in this game was uh, Rafinha, Rafinha oh, for, for Leeds for Leeds. We had been waiting, you know, where where are the goals going to come from in this team other um, than than Bamford, other than Bamford, and even Bamford isn't consistent enough. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you he's can't got be- games where you're like, oh. You know, it, it, this he, is it. He's, yeah, he's, he's, that hat trick time. that he yeah. had was ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then since then, it's been very quiet. He's had some chances, but yeah, I agree. And it is he's wasteful from a, for me. And from a team perspective, you just can't put it all on on him. Yeah. Um, and so they needed goals from elsewhere, and they got it this week from. Rafinha. It's great. I mean, will he kick on? Then he looks yeah. great every time he plays. It's very like yeah, yeah uh, 
attacking. Um, the other note I have is, is Allen. I still think looks great. Every time he's you know on the ball or off the ball, he just looks um, like such a solid player. I'm curious about Everton with uh, Dini was out injured, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good good shout. I mean, they they seem like he's a great player, so I don't want to yeah, give him too much credit. But for them, he's he's enormous. Yeah. How much does that play a part? They don't really seem that's to have too point. much cover, but um, well, it's also he's big for them going forward, um, especially he set is, pieces. Yeah. He's he's really really good at set pieces. Yeah, he's got a great left foot. Um, but I was thinking about that young person that they signed. He only had a couple Carabao Cup games, but I think it's Unkuku, mm. um, the left back, left wing back. I just figured he would have. This would have been the game to play him. It seems like they're almost operating without mm. right and left backs for some odd reason. They play three at the back, yeah. and then four midfielders, but none of them are kind of the the wing backs that you would anticipate to be, mm. you know, in that system. Um, it was just odd for yeah. me, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I no longer have faith in Everton finishing in the top four. I will say that based on how we've seen the other team. I guess there's still hope, so it's it's too early. The table's close, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I thought they I thought they were definitely going to be competing for top four. I agree. Well, it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Good for Leeds. Um, next up on the list is uh, Man City Burnley. 5 0 to Man City, um, which is the type of win that you kind of expect from them. Yeah. They haven't really done that as much this season. Burnley, you know, haven't looked great, but defensively they've been relatively solid, so they haven't really, they're not known to. I think they were, it, they were it, so poor this year. Yeah. They, gave, they, gave, they gave Kevin De Bruyne so much space. I would have thought, like, if you had one game plan against Man City, you would have been, Shut don't him give him yeah, space. Yeah, that's fair. And it was just like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to cover Gabriel Jesus uh, and, you know. He'll cover himself, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But suddenly just, and and it, to be fair, Kevin De Bruyne is such an amazing player. He will find spaces even if, if you don't think you're giving him any space. Sure, you did see him kind of drifting in drifting at, at the end. Ghosting yeah. in and out of these pockets that you wouldn't expect but um the one thing i i have no reason to be negative but you know since i'm a manchester united fan i want to be negative about man city in yeah, this game. Let's <laughs> <look>. <laughs> um if gabriel jesus was a top top striker he'd grab himself a couple goals in this kind of that's game. the type kind of game that you would build your confidence on yeah. and get a couple yeah that's a really good point i don't think that we and even some of the Man City fans that I know have a lot of faith in in Jesus I think the good news is there's still he's young ish for a striker there's still time but I don't I don't imagine uh, if Aguero leaves or doesn't I just think they're gonna have to get a striker from somewhere don't know who yeah I agree but yeah and I'm curious because what is Pep's kind of striker you know it's not yeah doesn't always play with an out and out striker right um Barcelona, he didn't. I mean, at Bayern, he had Lewandowski, so it's you're not going to not play him. But yeah. um, well, I I think that's one of the weird things about Pep Guardiola. I I think he has a troubled relationship with strikers, like out strikers. Yeah, remember, he remember when he was benching Lewandowski and Lewandowski got fed up, came off the bench, and scored, scored five, five goals yeah. in like yeah. 15, 20 against minutes. Wolfsburg. Yeah, yeah, against Wolfsburg. It's like 
And those yes. goals were ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Same thing at Barcelona. He got there and he got into arguments with Eto, who was their top striker. Sold him to sold him to Inter, and yep. that was that. Um, it's, he, yeah, that's a good point. He does go. He does seem to prefer kind of the goal scoring wingers. I mean, Aguero is, I think, in a unique situation. But when when he's, he arrived, he didn't want to play. Aguero. He didn't want him. Yeah, you're right. And he had made Aguero adapt his game. And Aguero, I think. To his credit, is incredible, but also he's. I, I don't really consider him like your traditional striker. Yeah, he's small. He he, he's, he wins he's headers, but yeah, he's not necessarily like the hold up play yeah. kind of big big looming striker that that yeah. a lot of, comes to mind for a lot of people. Sure. Part of me um, just thinks though that Aguero was so good that he forced himself into the squad. Yeah, I mean he is. Yeah, yeah and I think that's also the the luxury that Man City had over the last. What is it? six, eight seasons with Aguero just being such a quality player that they never had to worry about the striking department. They brought Jesus, who looked great as a backup. Hasn't necessarily turned out. Aguero's out injured frequently now. It's like, what is... Yeah. What is the next step? No, it's true. And that's that's a good point. What is is Guardiola's kind of striker? Because you're not afraid about Man City not having the funds to go out and buy whoever they want. They can go get whichever striker in the world they want. But maybe I think the risk is Guardiola not not being decisive in picking the right striker for right. his team, um, because he has he's clinging on to this idea of how he wants his teams to play and what you know what that forward line looks like, and it doesn't seem to include a out and out striker that'll just bang in the goals. Yeah, they need someone like that. I think hundred percent. I think um, I think it is. Uh, it does seem to Pep's a serial winner, right? So that's it's not to narc on his system right. because it obviously seems to work. It does, yeah. And if you like the game, Mahrez got three goals. Ferran right. um, Torres has been scoring a lot. It doesn't his seem like his systems bring the best out of the wingers. Yeah, like what he's done with Sterling is incredible. Yeah, but Sterling this season, I would say, hasn't kicked on yeah, the he's way that quite down a little bit. But, but I mean, everyone else has stepped up. Ever since up. Pep got there, Sterling's been it's a different true. player, totally different totally player. Different. Yeah, that's a really good point. But today. To, to that point about Gabriel Jesus, today 0-0 against Porto. Porto, a team you would expect that. Kind, kind of day you need a top striker to get you one or two goals, and that's that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you expected them to win against Burnley, and they did so handily. I think there's always, I guess it's like the, the, the pep effect in a negative way where he's so good that we're going to find something to, to poke and yeah. prod at. Well, I uh, have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All those trophies, that asshole. Yeah, um, that's so annoying. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see. I think we we, we always talk about the, the matchups, right, where it's it's nice. This is a great win for Man City, but it's, you know, it's <laughs> it's against – Consistently yeah. against the big teams, that that's what dictates who's who's really great. Right. Um, so I think it's 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 awesome that that they scored five because I feel like they needed it too. Yeah. They needed that kind of win. I don't yeah. think they've done that this season yet. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, next up on the list is uh, Brighton Liverpool, um, which was a great game to watch. Yeah. Brighton really any game that they play in them. Pretty thrilled to just be watching. No matter how the scoreline winds up, they never—they always seem to be in it, yeah. which I really like about them. You, you know that conversation, that question you've been asking me about uh, 
which which managers I'd, I'd be open to having at United. Yes. This weekend I added I added Graham Potter. To Did you really? I thought I thought they were that good. I was that impressed. They're, and they played us and played amazing. Right? Yeah, it's very attacking football. Um, but this weekend. They're great against Liverpool, and and Lamptey wasn't even playing. Who you think is like yeah. one of their main, uh, their main persons, and and Trossard was out too. Um, I think Danny Welbeck, to shout it out to Man United and Arsenal, he looks he looks kind of reborn in that team. Um, I don't think he's going to be a twenty goal a season striker with them, but he looks he does a lot for them. I think athletically and like how he runs at defenses and the way he stretches teams out and. He gets on balls and he gets very close chances. He's like almost, almost yeah. a top striker, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is why he's at Brighton probably. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought they looked good. Yeah, no, I felt the same way. Connolly really impressed me, winning that penalty. Granted, yeah, Connolly was great. Nico Williams, we're not huge fans of him. Um, oh, for Liverpool, yeah. He, he he gave away a bad one. Neil Mope should really just put that away. He has to. Yeah. He has to, and it was a it was a whiff. It was a whiff. Um, I don't like Neil Mope. I mean, I kind no, of I like agree. him, but I, I agree. he's a little shitbag. It seems yeah. like. I mean, he's good for Brighton. I he's a good player. That. Yeah, he's a good player, and he's pretty young. I think. Um, I don't think so, but he's, <laughs> he's good. He's good for Brighton. Um, but yeah, no, like I wouldn't want him at my team. Yeah, that's fair. He's uh, he's twenty four. Wow. So wow. You know, okay. Okay. Um, that's, that's actually I like I like Trossard. I like um, who is that other fellow that they have? I like Ben White that they have, uh, and I like Solly March as well. Uh, yes. But for me, stand out in that game was Basuma mm. um, in, in the midfield number eight for them. Who yeah. doesn't always have a great game? He looks a little bit um, I don't know too hot headed almost. Like the way he goes into tackles, if mm-hmm. it's not coming off for him, it seems to go downhill. Mm-hmm. But he had a really good game against like a top. Yeah, top midfield team. Good point. Uh, yeah, to keep them on the front foot like that, and 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 uh, be keeping Liverpool out of their own, out of Brighton's half. He 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 definitely had a big impact. I was impressed with Connolly. He kept just giving them so many issues running off the back. Yeah, he did. Um, they really stretched him. Yeah. Um. So two. I think there were only two goals in that game. One one obviously. Yeah. Um. First one, Diago Jota. He's at it again. Um, I was so afraid at that point for Brighton. I was like... Me too. And it didn't seem like that's how the game was going. So it was pretty unfortunate. And I think at that point, Mape might have already missed the penalty. I think so. And it felt like, oh, isn't this just a classic example of a more clinical team? I think it was shortly after the penalty, yeah. And you're just like, oh no. Um, But then... Later on in the game, you have that... Uh, that other penalty. That, that other penalty. Pascal Gross stepping up. What, um, what do you think about the actual penalty? Cool. It was well back. Oh, well, soft. Well kind of just reaching for it, and it, he gets the ball. Robertson like, whiffs and hits, yeah, hits him a Yeah, controversial, bit. for sure. Yeah. I will say they... They've given that those before, right? Like if you kick the underside of his foot, yeah. ironically, it would hurt your foot more because you're kicking the bottom of someone's cleat. That's probably going to hurt your foot. Yeah. But they'll give the penalty yeah. to the person who was kicked. Um, it was very soft. If he didn't fall over, mm-hmm. would they have even reviewed it? Well, the issue is Welbeck was being really naughty after the game. He came out and started saying, oh, I, th- I didn't think that was a penalty. 
Classic. Just to get in their faces. I um, love that. Um, and, but, and, and the weird thing we said it last week was uh, the other issue with it is it's one of those where the ref doesn't call it, has a good look at it, doesn't call it. VAR brings it and back. VAR brings it back. He goes over to the monitor and he, he seems to just uh, shrink shrink a little bit and Oh, okay. Well, um, if you guys say so, yeah, it's a penalty now. Yeah, I, I mean, I. It's tough because if you look at that video, you're like, oh, he did get his foot kicked. Was it enough to knock him over? No, ish. But that's a pretty. It's a. It's an arbitrary, Mm -hmm. right? Like, what is enough to knock someone over? So it's kind of hard to tell. I agree that it's it VR doesn't seem to be working exactly. Well, it's just like. It's too right all the time. Yeah. Well, it's just like, was there clear and obvious? Was it a clear and obvious mistake by the ref? I don't think so. I think that was. Are those the boys upstairs? You're saying, yeah. If the ref makes a call and it's a fifty-fifty call, like that, just just leave leave the the on on the field call. Otherwise, we're going to be re-refereeing games all day long. Um, Yeah. Klopp after the game was livid. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean he. Uh, well, because there was another part of that was also Milner came off injured, yeah. Um, and I think, and he had a very valid point where it's why, why are we getting the Saturday morning kickoff? Also, I realized we went through these in reverse order, so that was the first game of the day: Liverpool, Brighton. Sorry, Brighton-Liverpool was the game in the morning of, oh, on Saturday. So, regardless, but yeah. they had the first matchup on Saturday when they had just traveled, I think, for the Champions League the the Wednesday before. Right, right, right. right and he's right. saying, right, like, if we need more rest. But I feel like, didn't Ole have the same complaint not too long ago when we were first? Like, is it really the case that Liverpool's always the first? I don't think always. I, I feel like... I think they, it's just... They, I think they just... They have slightly more like maybe one or two depends more on than the where others. but it depends on also which team you're traveling to visit in the Champions yeah. League right because if you're going from uh England to France it's probably a little bit easier than England to East yeah Poland or whatever I don't know whatever teams they're playing yeah. against but um yeah. I mean I, th- I think from any coach's perspective it's just there's a lot of injuries statistically there's more injuries than there have for sure and so it's like to his point it is it's, yeah. a, it's not unique to Liverpool. He makes it seem that way, but it's really just a problem, right? Like, yeah. no one wants, yeah. from a viewer perspective, no one wants to yeah, just yeah. see a weakened squads go up against weakened squads, yeah. right? He did, but beyond beyond even like I agree, um, I, I I think he is valid in some of his points, but he's been really. Is it just me or he's been really negative? That ego. He, he, I don't know. He's been really negative this whole early season. Like he was, he was one. He was getting mad about the fixtures earlier on in the season and the injuries that were resulting. Then anytime anyone says anything about his players, I remember him getting in like a fight with Roy uh, Roy Keane earlier this season. Oh right. And then now he he legitimately got in a fight with that reporter. Um, Where he's like, you work for BT Sport, right? This yeah. is your you, fault. This is your fault. It's like, okay, this guy. Yeah, this isn't my fault. I'm yeah, I wrong. planned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it, 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 there, there's been a lot of like. He seems a little touchy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm curious. He's, I don't know how many years he has left on his contract, but I'm curious about. Uh, he's done so much with them, and 
mm-hmm. for them that it does seem I don't know it's just a, it's an interesting point in the relationship between yeah. I think Klopp and Liverpool and I think he probably feels a little would he be doing this if they've never won the league or the Champions League? Like maybe not. Yeah. No, I agree. If they're a trophyless team, is he gonna? He's gonna say, "Hey, we're hungry. We want this." Right. Yeah. And I feel like that was his mentality. I know. I completely agree. If they hadn't, if they hadn't won, if that group of player hadn't won for him, what they've won, I don't think he he's acting the way he is. Because so, some people came out and said like, "Oh, he's being this way after this weekend." People have been coming out and saying, oh, he's trying to deflect a bad performance against Brighton. I didn't feel that way. I feel like he's trying to absorb all the negativity towards him and let his players go out and play without any of that affecting him. Mm. He wants to take all the attention. You know, if, if Roy Keane wants to say something about a player, I'll fight him right here, right now. Like if, 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 oh, if that's... someone's getting injured, if, if my players are getting injured, you're not going to talk them, to them about injuries because I'm going to start yelling at you before you get a chance to ask if it's playing with their mentality, um, you know, about the injuries. Like, he's, yeah, he that's seems a really... to be absorbing all of that negativity towards him. It's a very optimistic look on Jurgen Klopp. And yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think he's a great man. I don't think that's far off. That probably That, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I wonder. But the other risk is like, if if you're creating such a negative sort of personal atmosphere, what's too far? Yeah, and does it start to sort of rub off on some of your players? Do they start to get annoyed during games? And yeah, like lash out. Maybe you get a red card because I don't know. They're and, they feel like the world's against them. Yeah, he did seem to say like, oh, I couldn't have asked for anything more from the team, and that was like a top top. It wasn't a top top performance. I didn't think. For, for that team who we've seen do much better, right? Like, it was an okay game, I thought. Brighton just looked better. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. I mean, he's a, I mean he's he is where he is for a reason, so I think everything's probably very calculated. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what made me think of it. It's like, I'm he's not... not just off the cuff. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not yeah. quite convinced this is just off the cuff. That's like, a really oh, good I'm, point. I'm a loose cannon. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just it's, yelling at Who's this German guy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I was going to do that in German accent, but I <laughs> <laughs> don't want to have to record over that later. So, uh, All right, the next game. Now we're going to go chronologically for, for the Sunday games. Uh, Southampton versus Man United. Um, just wow. Uh, I'm sure you have a lot to say. Uh, let me just... Uh, let me just put my two I gotta take better notes because there's a couple of bullets here but uh, my first note is wow dot 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 let it slip which I think Southampton started that game so so well and I was just relishing in it they're way above Arsenal but that's fine Mm -hmm. because if they're beating you guys they didn't start well the first 10 minutes it was after that yes 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 yes. once they got two goals though I was like oh this is great this is and you you all didn't really seem to have a way back in um, and then, I mean, I don't think Southampton are the strongest team in the league, so there's never like a, oh, 2 oh, they got this locked in the bag. It was really, and I will never compliment Ole as a tactical genius. I think he coincidentally made some subs, <laughs> he made some substitutes that worked out. But it was, it seemed like a tactical masterclass because suddenly Cavani's on there and you're playing like a different team. Um, and great from those two goals were, they weren't easy goals. Like three he's a, goals too. Three goals, yeah. But he's a because the assist to Bruno and then the yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't mention the Bruno goals. Uh, 
But the... Uh, it's true. I forget how much you dislike Bruno. He's so obnoxious <laughs> to watch. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he Cavani had a great game. He's a... I don't think he's going to give that performance every time, but it's kind of a reminder of why you guys signed him. I had question marks around the signing of him. I think we talked about it earlier tonight. Uh, Lukaku, who you let go, is one of the best strikers in Europe right now. Um, Cavani's not that, right? But he is, in these situations, it is like, okay, he, he has a lot of quality. He's older. He's not going to play game in, game out. But yeah. games like this, he can deliver. No, I agree. And I think I think the Lukaku situation, I feel like that's an only miscalculation. Um, just a, we don't need him. He doesn't quite fit just my a big style whoops. of play. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oof, okay. And, they, and his belief is like, oh, let's trust the young guys. Let's trust Greenwood and, and Martial and Rashford to get us the goals. There's, there's just something to be said about... Um, an out-and-out number nine. Definitely. And you saw that this weekend. You know, Rashford and Greenwood first half are trying to make it happen up front, and it's one of those days where you just need someone to bang him in. Yeah. Um, I will say also, uh, Rashford, I thought, had a decent game. Greenwood looks out of sorts. Finishing last season, I was really concerned, where I was thinking, like, oh, God, how the the fuck do they stumble upon this guy? Yeah. And suddenly he's like saving all his job. He's getting what do you got? Eleven or twelve goals in like half a season. Uh, yeah, I, I. He looks not the same. Yeah, I don't. I. He's young, so I'm not trying to say he's. His he's ability up, is unquestionable for sure. His mentality is one of those where I question it. Hmm. Um, I would question his work ethic. Almost questionable, you would call it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it really, I don't know, his work ethic. I yeah, I mean. Know, like, during the game sometimes, the, I do see him The England around. scenario. Yeah, that. But I see him walking around in games sometimes, and I think to myself, at 17, 18, you're, so, for some reason he thinks he's good enough to just. Mm. Like, like an untouchable exactly. member of the squad, I see. Yeah. yeah. And, and. To me, he's great, he's phenomenal, but he's not untouchable. And I think Ole's been trying to remind him of that. Um, and now he's truly played himself into a position where he is very much uh, touchable. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's not... He's got to fight his way back into the yeah, squad. Yeah, um, he does. Um, yeah. But anyways, back back to Man U Southampton. Um Donny Van de Beek finally starts a freaking game. Yeah, I thought the lineup was good. Alex Tellez in there as I well. The tempo immediately from the start was it did. better. Like the I first hate, ten minutes. Yeah, I, I agree the first half wasn't fantastic from us, but at least for the first fifteen minutes, 10, 15 minutes, it felt like we'll okay. Call it ten. <laughs> we'll call it ten. <laughs> at least for, at least we started on the front foot for that portion of the game. And honestly, up until the point where uh we let in that uh, the corner. corner. Yeah. And let me just say, I was so, so pissed that somehow you've got, on, on Southampton's team, you've got two people who score headers. You have Vestergaard, who's humongous, and you have Bednarek. Yeah. They're the two guys. Maguire and Lindelof should be covering those two players, no matter For sure. What. They're the who only else two. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, Rashford's going to take Bednarek. Yeah. Why is Rashford 
taking Bednarek off the corner. There's no way he's going to win the header against Bednarek. Yeah. He's, 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 it's a good point. I mean, you slightly, kind of know he's where... He's not diminutive, but he's kind of a smallish, you know... He's not... Yeah, yeah. He's not Maguire. No. Um, and that's what Maguire's... Maguire's there to get those out of there. If anything. He's not what great with it. He's not great with his more. feet. He's not fast. Yeah. I was so angry. Yeah, that's that, that's that fair. That happened. And um, of course, Ward-Prowse gets a free kick. You can. You, you I think need to watch. You know yeah, it was, and it was a tough angle. It was such a great, and also the corner was incredible. And he yeah. had another corner kick that was yeah. similar. The whole game. He's just. I think it doesn't give him enough credit. The header was almost non-existent. It was just like yeah. the the kick, the corner kick yeah. was so good. It was so beautiful. Um, why we, we? I think we talked about this over the weekend. Why? Why hasn't he gone elsewhere? You know, I don't know. I think now he's getting up there in age. I want to say he's like 28. I can confirm that. But I yeah. just feel like he's he's not necessarily good enough to break into a team. And I think he's he's such an essential cog. And he is such a, like a, he is the center almost of, of Southampton's yeah. midfield. He's going to play game in, game out. Yeah. He's an old English boy with a mean right foot. You yeah. know, I don't he, think he would go anywhere and really like improve a squad. Unless they're like he would, on level. Like, his passing's fantastic. He's kind of like an all-around midfielder. You can put in tackles. He's oh, he's only 26. And, and the other thing is, like... He's got a lot of experience. And 26. He's, I thought he was much older. He's still a decent age. He's still got... He might. Great he might. Yeah, he might wind up going somewhere. He's got to jump for him. Because... Who, who we, we've said it before, who would have thought Hoiberg was anything special from Southampton? It's a good point. You know, at some point... He does kind of seem like a Mourinho player, even. Yeah, I would think... I think, um, think Ward-Prowse deserves a chance at a big team. Um, I just don't get why, why no, one's, yeah. no one's pulled the trigger yet. Maybe this is the season where someone's like, okay, I we, we've just got to do it. You know? I mean, I don't even think he would be that expensive, probably. $25 million, maybe? Um, well, it depends how many more of these free. That's kicks. true. He's, he, I mean, he get he's gonna get you five goals a season just on free kicks. Yeah, he's a freak. Um, yeah. and then I wanted to also comment on Matic, who I thought had a terrible game. <laughs> uh, just wanted to. The defensive midfield position is a problem for us. What happened to McTominay? Uh, I don't. I, he's not playing well anymore. There's he he used he, to look very good. He used to, but now he looks little erratic. Not quite. Not what you want in that position either. He had an injury, also. Yeah, he's just he looks a little out of sorts. He doesn't Mm. look comfortable in the position anymore. It's rough. And Fred doesn't look any more comfortable to me anymore. No, he his passing's off. Fred never even got that. I mean, he redeemed himself somewhat from the last season. Had some good moments, right? But uh, yeah, I agree. It's almost it's almost a rebuild, right? You have, I mean. Fernandez for sure. I don't know. Van de Beek. No, no, no. But Fernandez and Van de Beek, I would say, are, are in there. Yeah. Uh, then, Pogba then seems to be on his way defense. out. Yeah. Please, funding, funding money right there. If you can. Yeah. Um, January, please. And then sell McTominay or keep him as cover, and then Matic retires gracefully. Yeah. Like a. Yeah. Like an old executive at a media company, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then. On Cavani, we touched on it a little bit, but Cavani was really, really impressive, and he looked great. It made me wonder. Um, he should start more often. Yeah, um, work his yeah. way into the team. He was not fit when you when you guys signed him. Totally. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think no one doubted that he had quality, right? Like, yeah. One of the things I felt was like it. It's felt like we haven't really had like an identity, you know, like our forward line, like it's like a ragtag. Yeah, it's just it's all like off the cuff it's kind like, of attack. Hernandez will win us a penalty. We'll be, we'll be fine. <laughs> exactly, yeah. we've actually depended on that so much. Yeah, and it's like now it feels like. Could, could Cavani be sort of what Ibra is to Milan for us? You know, where it's like this team that's kind of lacking an identity up front. Suddenly there's there's a focal point. Someone Suddenly there's a guy that's like, all right, no, cross the ball to me. I'm putting this in. Yeah, that's true. You never had that before. No, Martial never does that. No, he's lazy. No, yeah. Um, it's, only if, it's only if his, like, you know, little, little touches are working on the day that he ends up having a good game. If things aren't going well for him... He's, he's not going to turn his game around. And yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, well, I mean, we both left last episode pretty depressed. You entered on a bit of an upbeat, and here I am. I mentioned that I might not be here for this episode. Uh, <laughs> luckily, I made it. Are uh, you jumping to that one, or should we do No, this? no, let's go Chelsea Spurs, because uh, <laughs> I'm not ready yet. <laughs> uh no, but Chelsea Spurs nil nil. I mean, that game almost going into it had the smell of a of a zero zero draw. Uh, Mourinho games often do. Granted, they've looked great going forward this season, uh, Spurs. But you know, f- for is almost expected. Um, there was some hope that that Kane or Son or or Werner were going to be able to do something. But I really didn't like anticipate a very high scoring game. I don't know about you. Um, but I would say that's a win for Mourinho and Spurs to yeah. to go to go to Stamford Bridge and come out with a point. Yeah. Where they're on the table, like that's that's a I plus. Agree. I agree. Yeah. No, that's that's true. And I, I think we both had the feeling that it would be this kind of close game. I thought I thought if it was that close of a game, it would favor Spurs. Right. They could edge it out, and they, they almost just need did. One, yeah. one chance falling to Kane or for Son usually. Really good point. To make off with a one-zero win, but credit to Chelsea, I didn't see many, if any, chances fall to Kane or Son that whole game. It's a really good point. They, they did shut them out one. pretty they well. They fell to Lo Celso. Those, are, if if you're Chelsea, those are the players you want the chances to fall to. It's a really good point. No. Um, yeah, I thought. Uh, well, Joe Roden, right for 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 Tottenham started. We were commenting on that. The commentators were giving him so much credit. His first kick of the game was just a. It just. I think he just kicked it right out. It was like he tried to pass and just went yeah, right to the stand. He looked so which nervous. Bad omens for the rest of the game. For sure. Because then, then he gave the ball away. Um, to that offside goal for the offside goal where Werner scored a yeah. beautiful goal and then it was offside and I'm just like oh come on he was getting so much pre- and granted he finished the game very well no he, he gave that chance to Drew oh he did didn't he that header back to the goalkeeper so he just had a bad he game he had a bad game all- Being well, in- he had, he had some You're good right. moments he, he had, had some good, good moments he had good moments but for a defender yeah. right it's a bad game if you give away three chances pretty yeah. pretty much and I, I was, it was an odd. It was an odd start for him. It was I an thought. Odd start. It, it didn't well, in a big game. Alder Viral was injured. Oh, he was. He was kind of nece- necessary then. I don't think I might be wrong. I don't think Davinson Sanchez is injured. No, Davinson Sanchez is out of that squad. I think ever since that three-three against West Ham, we talked about yeah. that, and that's what I like from Mourinho. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't like it. It almost backfired this game. It did. Yeah. It did. But it is one of those things where uh who else who else was it? Was it uh Oh uh, Harry Winks. Harry Winks. It was the other one. Yeah. yeah. We're just you're out of the squad for a little while now. And that let that be a lesson to everyone here, right? Like if you ship a game like that, yeah. you're you're out. Um and I think that you know, Arsenal could use some of that yeah. cutthroatness. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to get into that too early, but um, <laughs> yeah, always bringing it. Back. Yeah, it's what I know. Um, but yeah, so and, and I was thinking on Rodon, like first a first minute chance that almost leads to a goal is the last thing Mourinho wants. Imagine oh. if they had gone one zero down. That's the last thing he wants. Oh, it's and a, then a last minute. Chance going, like that. Yeah, it's true. those are the two worst times in a game. The pressure, man. As yeah. a center back, yeah, in a that's a good point. Team. I don't think we're going to see very much of Rodon going forward. I mean, he's younger than I thought he was, so he's probably yeah, a signing for the future. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, there was no standout performer for me that game. There was no one who. Ziyech we, was disappointing for me. Yeah, we talked about him. He just, and I think it was part of their lineup where Ziyech was just whipping in crosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a mean left foot to do that, but it felt like all he would do is find a little space and whip it across. And Tammy Abraham wasn't oh, really able man. to do much with that. Um, was terrible in this game. And if that's your game plan, right? Yeah. If your game plan is to to ping crosses into the box, and they have players to do that with Reese James, Ziyech, and uh, Chilwell, mm-hmm. you would have thought Drew should have gotten the nod. Over Tammy, yes. right? Because yes. Tammy does do better 100%. than Drew in other regards. But if you're gonna be crossing the ball, yeah. I don't understand why he wouldn't start. Yeah. And when he went in, he looked pretty good. Yes, yes. He Absolutely. had that one chance that he squandered. Yeah. But he was on the pitch for but like maybe, maybe 13 if, minutes. Exactly. Something maybe like that. Maybe if he had started yeah. the game, that chance falls to him. Maybe then he scores. You know. Yeah. Um, the other, the other thing about Tammy is like, so pundits after the game and. We're, we're saying, like, oh, Tammy, if he, if he can just improve that timing a little bit, if he can work on that in training. Blah, 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 blah. What, when have you ever seen, you know, over the weekend, you work in training, and <laughs> yeah. suddenly you show, up on, you show up the next game. And, oh, 10 goals a game? Yeah. yeah. There's just, I don't believe yeah. that that's going to, maybe, maybe over the course of two seasons, he can yeah. improve that. But the idea that he's this season going to improve on that, He's ridiculous. Yeah. His timing is all off. I mean, I, I just don't think... I'm very curious about him because it was last season, I guess feels like forever ago, that he had, you know, in the first half of the season, I think he had like 10 or so goals or something crazy. Yeah. Um, overall, he finished really well. Um, And then they signed Werner. Yeah. And I don't know. It just feels like maybe he's lacking the confidence with good reason at this point, but... I'm not watching him play. I'm not thinking, oh, this guy's going to get a bunch of goals this season. No, I'm not even thinking he's starting a lot this season. So they sh- should they just move on to Giroud, or or should it be Werner that plays through the middle, and then you? I think the versatility is nice. On one wing, once he's fit, and you and you and Hudson Odoi. Yeah, I mean, I think Werner he played through the middle with Leipzig and yeah. worked well. I think that just the issue is. Well, it depends. Sometimes he was through the middle. Sometimes it was. But that has to be your. If he's through the middle, your game plan changes a lot, right? Yeah. He's not very big. True. Um, so I think maybe it is. You could sell. You could sell Tammy, and knowing how Chelsea spent, I'm sure they could spend money and sign a great striker and just be 
you know, a giant behemoth of a team behemoth. So what's the word there? Behemoth. Behemoth. Uh, I should have just let you keep, yeah. keep trying. A behemoth. Yeah, behemoth. But that's a good point about buying a striker. I'm sure they will. January. Could they? Uh, I don't think so. Unless they sell Giroud. If they sell Giroud, yes. I don't. But Abramovich has got to be thinking, I spent all this money. We're looking so good. We're not far from being a title but contender. I just, this is the one spot in the squad that is still lacking. For me. Okay, I will say that's fair. But I think at that point they they will sell Giroud. Because it's just like you're going to have four. I don't know if they can sell Giroud. How, he doesn't have much time on his contract. I think he has over a year. Oh, really? I think. Or maybe he's running out and then it's just going to get what you can in January. Because there's teams who would sign. I think we always see is like yeah. Antonio Conte would way, love Drew yeah. as a backup. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think. Uh, oh, and Lampard had to go at Tammy in, in the post match interview. Oh, did he? Well, he how he phrased it was, I thought we put a lot of good crosses into the box, and I thought we needed to get more of those efforts on net. Mm. <laughs> Not to point out any names. Exactly. Felt like Shmammy Shmabraham should have <laughs> should have done a little more. Uh, yeah. Wow, that is a dig. Yeah. That's that's a that's a diss. That's uh, a trying to not name him, doing my best, but I really will need to get the message across. Maybe Giroud will start more games, and he what he came out of the Champions League last week and and won it for him. Um, was it? Yeah, that was last week, right? Um, so I, th- I think he obviously is still hungry. Um, yeah, and I think Spurs are gonna keep on on trucking. We'll we'll get into that in the projections in a little bit for, for the big game this weekend. Um, I don't. Do you have anything else on on that game? I think uh, not really. I guess my only my only last thought was like my big question with Chelsea is like. They're 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 doing they're doing really well. They're in a great place on the table. Defensively, they're stable. They are. I'll I'll eat my words. I said against a big team, can they keep a clean sheet? Do they have that extra gear going forward? And where do they get that? Maybe it's in the transfer market in January, or maybe it's getting the right formula. More market, more spending from Chelsea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Russian money. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good point. I I, I think maybe about, there's a formula within their current squad. Well, if you think about what type of team Liverpool are and what type of team Man City are, I don't think Chelsea are there yet. I don't know about you. In terms of, I mean, this season I guess it is a little bit like up in the air, but I still just in my mind there's just a, a slight gulf in not necessarily class or even like. I think Lampard's a great manager. It's almost more they need to spend more time together, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, Liverpool are such a, they're in Man City, they're such units and they know how yeah. to play with each other. There's so many new faces in that squad that it doesn't just feel like they're clicking all the time. Yeah. And once that does happen, to your point, that, that extra gear will They're an exciting kick they, on. you might be right. They might be an exciting team for the next three years, but this year might just be a maybe not. I could imagine they might go through a rough patch in March, right? Yeah. Or like over, the Christmas games dictate a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of points in the next five weeks. They do have great squad depth. 
They do. So that's a strength. They might come out of that really well. I think that would be really interesting. There was some we're at after. That's a great point. Where we're at come early January after the be, New Year's Day games. Yeah, that should be should be big. I was looking at the congestion. It's insane. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> Chris, I love the Christmas time, but it's it's bad for the players. Yeah. Uh, the good news is Champions League will be wrapped up well before that. I almost want to tell my family I'm not coming home. Yeah, Christmas. sorry, I'm just, Mama. I'm on the couch here. <laughs> I do love Boxing Day because it's every team plays that day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll we'll see. I think. Uh. I think they are much more Chelsea Spurs, both title contenders. I think much more so than I would have ever anticipated. Um. Next is Arsenal. Ah. Rough one. <laughs> if you're a Gunners fan like your boy, uh, it it's to be honest, I was pessimistic going in. I was slightly optimistic once I saw the lineup, but the way we've been playing, but you called it as a win last. Well, I did I was more hopeful. I could I could sense you were a goal from a boomy. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew, I knew deep down that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I Wolves, they're a great team defensively, especially, and if we're no offense to Leeds, but Leeds have been giving up goals pretty easily. If we can't, like, there was a red card, which threw it off. But, like, it's not like we've been finding goals against easy teams. Wolves is a tough team to find a goal against. Um, yeah. All in all, it was rough. Sorry. One, two to Wolves. Um, first, that, that head crack from yeah. David Luiz and oh. Gabriel on the corner. It was or- scary. Wait, uh, Rahul Menes, uh, sorry, yeah. on the corner. Uh, it was scary. That was like a loud head crack, and Jeez. he was on the ground, and he looked like he died. And Honestly, there was like, oh. questions. I was thinking about him earlier today. I'm definitely like I'm thinking about him. I want him to come back. I like him as a I player. Like He's a great. He's a great part of the league, and he makes Mexico look really good as a national yes. team as well with yes. Chucky Lozano as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was a scare. And he's such a big player for them. Just praying that he comes back. He was lifeless on the ground. It was terrifying. Um, and it was, it was like good 10 minutes. They were, you know, stabilizing him and cleaning up and cleaning up Luis. I imagine that affects the mentality of the players for the rest of that game a bit as well, right? Like, are you going as aggressive into tackles and into headers right after that? I, I think subconsciously you probably just can't. And that's why we lost. No, <laughs> no. But um, and also, like, when, when, and if he does come back, like, will he be the same player? Heading was a huge part of what he huge did. part of his game. Uh, and I think we don't know enough about the like, severity of that yeah. injury. I think first, first priority is obviously, hopefully, he just doesn't have long term health consequences. But like, second, I pray that he comes back the player he was. Because they also almost this is so fucked up for me to even say. I hope he's. Solid as a person, but from a business standpoint, Wolves almost sold him over the summer, yeah. and it's, it's like you just lose like a top quality striker. He was a big asset for that business. Huge, so yeah. Think about Wolves as a business. That yeah, is a massive asset for them, and they're not a club with tons of resources. Yeah, it's, they do smart investments, yeah. right? For the most part. Um, so I thought, yeah. He, so he came off. Obviously, David Luiz kept going. Um, Arsenal went down with, I think it was Pedro Neto who scored. Um, you kind of sensed it was coming a little bit. And then Gabriel 
got an incredible header off that corner. And he just looked great all game. I really love him as a player. He's one of the best. He's honestly the only bright part of our season so far. Leno has some good games. Um, but, yeah, he looked – and not just that header, but but offensively – I mean, defensively, he, he looked great. And even though we were down two at the end, it, like you wouldn't think that he had a bad game. Um, and then who, who did they – they brought on Fabio Silva for – he looked great for them. Jeez. I did not expect he's 17 and he's diminutive, right? He's not a huge player, and Raul Jimenez is pretty tall. Yeah. Um, well, he's but he's not necessarily short, but he looks kind of skinny, right? Yeah, very skinny. both. Yeah. yeah, and so he just like you don't expect you expect him to, and he is almost it's true. Winger, he's probably not that tall, but on a team where you have guys like Pedro Neto and Podence, it's true. <laughs> he, he's, like a, he, he's a giant. <laughs> he's a giant. Um, but he his hold up play was great for someone that of that size. Uh, generally, he looked really good, and I've been curious because they spent so much on him. I was curious to see how he would perform, and he seemed to do really well. And We'll probably see a lot more of him. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, what, what he was bought for, right? That kind of cover. Um, we'll see if he can make that step up. That could, maybe that's the silver lining in all of this is he's going to get a run in, in, in yeah. the league. And maybe this is his chance to really stake a claim. And He is Portuguese. Um, yeah. um, and then, yeah, you know, Potence scored. I I saw some comments for, for Potence um, being like, oh, what a great player game. Didn't seem that. I mean, it was a good goal. Yeah. But, like, he didn't, he wasn't incredible for me that game. I think it was, it was Pedro Neto and uh, uh, Adam Atroyori, who looked great that whole game. Um, I don't know if you saw the, the tweet about Rob Holding, where he flopped, like, Atroyori flopped a couple of times. But uh, there's one point that they go kind of shoulder to shoulder, and then Troy falls over, and the ref gives the foul. And then there's, you, you can hear it because the mic's on the sideline. You hear uh, Rob Holding say, he's built like a brick shithouse. How the fuck's he gone over like that? <laughs> and it's, uh, it's like, okay, true. Uh, but Rob Holding, you're going to have a hard time with that guy on the wing. Um, <laughs> it's it so true. And then, uh, you know, Willie and I thought had actually a pretty good game. Um he got the assist for the header, I think. Um, and uh, generally, he looked much more lively than I've seen him. He seemed like he was playing with a, a purpose. And at one point, he seemed to be... It was like the 60th minute where he was really going at it and like aggressive and running and like you know trying to get as yeah. much out of... I guess, turned out to be the last two. He knew he was coming off, which was... And he was coming back from injury, so it, it makes sense. But I was like, oh my God, now look at that desire. And it's like, oh no, he's just... Just being subbed off. Um, okay. How about Aubameyang? Lacks confidence. What's going on? I don't even know because there's times when you see what him with. What are the stats now? Like, he's got one this season or something. I think he's got one goal. I think so. The terrifying situation is Lacazette has three goals. Aubameyang has one goal. Gabriel has two goals. He's our second. Most prolific player on the team. It's bad. We have 10 goals all season. Uh, yeah, Aubameyang does not look... I don't think it's on him either, because it's... I, I was thinking about this. Last season, we didn't get a lot of goals either. And that was kind of like, oh, they're, Arteta's a mastermind, more lethal, right? Where we're just converting 
we're going less, but the goals that we get were, or the chances we get were converting. And I think it was just too much. Outside of Aubameyang scoring 22 goals, we didn't really have that many goals coming in. And so if if his dry up, which they happen to do right now, we look like shit. And I think that was a problem that was never addressed, and no one even thought about it because Aubameyang's so good. No one thought, okay, you have Lacazette, you have Pepe, you have all these players. Well, is coming up defensively. We there were a mess. So many holes, and it, it, I still, I still think that you were right in going and getting uh, the defensive reinforcements that you did and addressing yes. those issues first. Because it's, but it's now it's more of a uh, we need to trust the process, right? And Arteta said it: we're not going to be challenging for the title this season maybe not even next season no as a player it must be hard even to hear your manager say that right because you're like okay i kind of want to kind of want to win something here um but you'll be given the time though right i would hope so i don't know who else they would bring in right. i can't imagine they would bring in anyone else and get more out of i can't think of a, a manager but we don't really him. know about arteta either because it's his first job so it's yeah. it's hard to tell is like is this an arsenal problem or is this an arteta yeah. uh, formula right. problem Right, how he sets us up is it to say that it's more the personnel? Because, but you can see in the way that the ball moves when you look at like the passes, Mm -hmm. there is no connection to that opponent box. There's no, it's just not there. We whipped in some crosses and that's fine, and we move the ball around a lot, but like there's no, it's just not. We're not creating chances. Does the number ten? Coming in in, in, it in has January, to. would that would that solve it? I would hope so, but I don't really. Would that, would that at least maybe not solve it completely, but help a lot? You think in connecting all those dots? I think that's part. Of, I think there's two things. I think we need someone to connect, and that's where Partey being the base in the midfield would allow for someone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can also do a little bit of that, but like having him yeah. as that kind of pivot would be enormous. Secondly, if Aubameyang is left or center whatever it is hopefully scoring more goals than he is right now but we need another we need Lacazette doesn't seem to I like Lacazette does Aubameyang get enough service no I mean I don't think so but he's not like like he's getting chances and he's missing I I don't get that he's not but it's just we're not creating in that final third right so anytime he gets a chance per se it's him kind of breaking away and like trying to rip a shot and even once he's doing that, he doesn't seem very confident as yeah. he used to, right? Where, like, I saw at one point yeah. he had a ball and, like, went for a shot, and it was like he had no belief that was going anywhere near the goal. And it was just tough to see, and it's like, I don't know. It's that X factor, right? How do you change a team's confidence? I think once you start creating more chances, he it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Enough chances fall, you score one. You, you start two, building that momentum, start building the snowball. Bit, you get yeah. yourself into the in, into that form. Yeah, it's. I I think it's just. I don't know what the yeah I don't know what exactly is gonna solve it. I don't think it's gonna be, and that's Arteta's point. I guess every time it's like, look, it's a it's a process, yeah. and we're in phase. Point zero five, yeah. of three or whatever it is, right? Um, we, we've talked about him before, Ericsson. Could be great. Yeah. I think, but at that point. Just play Ozil as well. Yeah, we don't have to go there this episode. No, but, but I think we are there, aren't we? But we're adding another number ten. Like, why is he not at this point? At this point, it's so desperate the situation. And I think maybe that's what Arteta did by leaving him out of the squad. 
where he said, I know we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get to that desperate point where Emery did the same thing, where he's like, I hate you, but we're losing a lot of games and we need yeah. you to do something. And it seems like a similar where he's but he didn't even put himself in that situation where it's like, no matter how bad we're doing, he's not coming into this team. Yeah. For whatever fucking reason. But don't doesn't he get to you get to rename that squad halfway through the season? In January, I think. I think once the January window opens, you get to rename. I'm curious to see that. Not confident he will just I think add it's him. so bad that he has no choice but to at this point. I would, I would hope so. I mean, I would... Because also, when Arteta came in, Ozil was playing. So, yeah. it's... No one's going to know until, I think, a little while from now. Um, regardless, we've obviously got some issues, but... Yeah, I think it's more. The games are close-ish. Um, yeah, I don't know where the goals are going to come from. Maybe Saka starts lighting them up. Maybe Lacazette. I wasn't. I, I didn't follow this game. Was did Saka play? What, he did. He played on the. It was Saka, Willian, um, Aubameyang, and then it was three in the midfield, and then four at the back. Would have it, we looked. See, we looked I decent. See why you were optimistic yeah, you yeah. It was willing on the right, Pepe on the left, Aubameyang in the center. Oh, Pepe. Uh, what did I say? Aubameyang in the center. No, Saka on the left, okay. Aubameyang in the center, willing on the right. Yeah. Sorry, and then Ceballos, Chaka, and um, Pepe serving a red card. Willick. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, anyways, another depressing game for the Arsenal team. Uh, we will see where we land. I think the good news is we're still only eight points off the top. <laughs> I know. Isn't it insane? It's a relief. Every time I'm like, oh, fuck, it's over. I'm like, no, if we win against Tottenham, I think we're exactly. looking pretty good. I, was, uh, I did that I did that too. I saw, I saw, uh, I watched the highlights, saw you, you lose. I was like, oh, no. What does this mean for the standings? How far back? And it's like, wow, oh, they're really just like three points behind me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. I think that's what's funny because also we came out of that United game 3-0 and it was like, we did it. You know, like yeah. the biggest. Wait, it's just like wasn't it one zero? a one zero. Sorry, what, what did I say? Three zero. Three zero. Sorry, I meant three points. Um, three zero would be amazing. Wish that would be incredible. <laughs> Not the case. Uh, we don't create that much. No, but like you come out like, yeah, things change so quickly that you come out of a game, and and even with that that Leeds game we talked about last week, Saka had a chance at the end of the game. We were down a player. And it was so, and he chose to go a little bit too wide, and he could have he could have scored. And had he, we won one zero yeah. going into this game this weekend, it's just a different feel. So it's, it's gonna, gonna flip. It takes one. It takes one. It's gonna be a quick flip. Yeah. Nine months from now, when once we get there, uh, no, no, no. But it's Martinelli. What's the status on him? I think he's uh, training in full again. Um, so that could be that could be it. Could he? I don't think I. So much pressure, like oh, yeah. coming in January and save us, please. No, but he looks great. Him in for 15 minutes, I minutes, like him more than Nketiah. I'm mm-hmm. curious about that guy Fullerin Balogun as well, because um, he looked great in the Europa League. He's only got six months left on his contract, but he looks pretty good. I prefer him to Nketiah, honestly. Um, Do you not have any promising youth players that that you can just go down to your squad and be like, hey? Look, things aren't working out. Well, it's a free for all. You score, go get a bully. You gotta start. Well, Emil Smith Rowe in the Europa League uh, came on as a sub, but had an assist 
And he looks, he's a center attacking mid. He looks like that kind of creative, dynamic player. I say give him a fucking yeah. shot. Yeah, I say give him a shot. What are you What are you risking? He gave Willick a shot in the Premier League, and it's just, yeah. I think it was a little too much like, hey, we need you to do this. And it's like that crux time for him in his career. It felt like a lot of, it felt like he was playing with a lot of pressure. Whereas Emil Smith, someone a bit younger, to your point, is like, just go out there and like do your thing, you know? Part of me just doesn't trust uh, doesn't trust um, those those guys. Um, I, I like Reese Nelson and Ketty. I'm not big on. Likewise. And uh, who's the one you just mentioned? Emil Smith Rowe. No. Um, Fuller and Balogun. Joe Willick. <laughs> yes, Willick. I don't trust Willick either that much. I like Willick, but he's not he's not a goal. He's he's a goal threat, but he's not like a gonna suddenly transform us. Um, Anyways, we spent a lot of time there, but we have to. It's a big story, I think. It's yeah, especially Arteta cursed himself with how well he did at the end of last season. He did. That's no one would have. And I Set think the expectations so with high. the signings we made, you and I even talked about. It. We're like Arsenal top four for sure. There's still plenty of time for that, plenty of hope. But yeah, it was like they finished so high, made great yeah. signings. Yeah, Just and. It's it's insane now looking back on it, right? Like if you yeah. look back to him winning the FA Cup, you're like, how did he possibly do with that this with squad? this squad? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing what he achieved, really. Um, I I agree. I I think he should be given plenty of time. Plenty Three of time. seasons. Yeah. yeah. We we had a pretty broken system, I think. So it's like anyone who comes in is not going to last long. We yeah. saw Emery, who wasn't as hands on, mm-hmm. right? And it just felt like this is not right. Yeah. Um, so I think Arteta at least is very hands-on. He's involved in all aspects of the process, and I think he always talks about it, right? It's like a, it's a mentality shift yeah. from everyone there, and that's what he's focused on. And it's yeah. when he talks about the team and the signings, it's like I'm yeah. doing this for the next four or five years. I'm yeah. not playing for... feels that way. And it feels like, he, feels like what's different to under him is he's got a checklist. He's got, okay, what's wrong with my team? Defense. Check, Check that. What's next? Center defensive mid. Center defensive mid. We've been mid, calling midfield. for that forever. Yeah. Forever. Now it's now, now, now he's suddenly got a, center attacking mid. Now it's center Which attacking mid. Never a Maybe problem even for a striker, out and out striker. Yeah. That'll be his next check mark. Check mark. And so far, I mean, that's true. So far he's checking them off. And it's know? the spine of the team, right? Yeah. So it's like just straight up the middle. You have those. We have, I like Leno. So four yeah. solid players. Right, I even um, like I even like your wingers. I really do. Like, I, Aubameyang's not scoring right now. I I still think you get like you get a good striker who can take some of the pressure off of him. I think he's probably a different. That's player. true. Uh, I like Saka on the wing. I like Willian has his moments. I I think a striker and a center attacking mid in that team. Suddenly, we're we're something. Um, okay, well, I, before we wrap up with Arsenal, we talked about with Man City. Who, what is, you know, kind of know the market. Say the budget is unlimited-ish. We're not going to go crazy. It's Arsenal. But you know what I mean? Like, who who out there? For would, Arsenal, yeah. within the budget? Um, Relatively speaking. Say 50 mil. Um, it's putting you on the spot pretty hard. But yeah. I, I can't I mean, even think of I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of, like, what I've... It's because of what I've been watching today. Um, I, I kind of like that guy, Playa. 
Mm. It could be an sure. interesting one. That's a good point. You know, From Gladback? Yeah. Has a, has a lot of trickiness, speed, and, and scores. He does get a lot of goals. Um, out and out striker who can also link up with Aubameyang. Uh, I just feel like it's a limited supply these days. There's, there's, there's gotta be some. There. We'll there's, come back next week with a with people. a better answer to that. There's gotta be. I mean, yeah. There's there's yeah. gotta be some out there. Um. All right. Last last two games of the of the weekend. Leicester Fulham. Uh. Fulham won. Two one or one to two. Um. Incredible for them. They really 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 needed that lead. Um. And I thought they played. Much more calmly and less like erratic than they normally do, um, which I thought was great. And then Barnes and Vardy looked. Wait, this isn't the last game, is it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Last two games, sorry. Um, yeah, then Barnes and Vardy just weren't really seemed to be firing. Um, Barnes had a couple of chances as he always does. Yeah. Skyed him, but he did rip that. Final he did game. get that great goal. That, that was, was great. A great finish. That was great. But yeah, you're right. Needed needed a few chances to get there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, with that penalty redemption, as soon as they won that penalty, the, I feel like everyone in that stadium was holding their breath. William Garbaldi <laughs> steps up again. Um, but really great from Fulham. They looked... They've had... Pro- like, the, coming up, they were promising, right? Because they played kind of exciting football. But to win against Leicester, like if you're gonna win six games in a season, and that's one, like that's one of the unexpected ones, so they can win more. Yeah, hopefully. I and I, I like how you put that. This was totally redemption. This was Lookman. Yeah. Lookman scoring. Oof. You know, no Panenka this time. Just, just Thank God. put it in, and then yeah, even Cavallero who missed the penalty now steps up, confident. Boom. And yeah. Um, and then, yeah, generally, kind of for United and Arsenal fans, that uh, that Leicester loss is pretty nice. <laughs> Keeps that table nice and open. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, and then West Ham Villa, two one to to West Ham. Um, that was a pretty exciting game. I thought it was pretty yeah. uh, pretty open. I think you know Villa lost, but they still look good. You know. Um, yep. I think they still look great as a team. Uh, Gave up a stupid early goal. Yeah, that was pretty bad. You know what? You just let you let uh, what's his name Ogbona just jump up for a free header like that. Yeah, and he's at the huge. back post. Martinez maybe should have come out, but really the defense should just be. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, but going forward, they look good. Um, Grealish. Grealish. Ooh, Filthy. Goodness. When we talk about center attacking mids. He's, he's way out of price, for sure. <laughs> We're not buying him. But could you imagine? Uh, but he is one of those ones where he looks. It would, it would, that would be a that would be a team defining signing. If you if if, if that happened, that would be that would be incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be incredible. Um, but he he's he That's looks he, he, he looks that good. He 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 defines teams. That's how good. Teams that one. Is. Did you see that skill move at the end? That just little like dragon. Bam, bam. Oh, it was it so, was so cool. Nice. Uh, it was it was best in live time, where it's just like it happens so smoothly, he, so quick. He's surrounded by like, like two. Yeah, his understanding of like time and distance, space, space yeah. between the players was just it's, ridiculous. It's, he's incredible. Whoever gets Grealish, 
good for Villa to also get him to sign another contract. It's his boyhood club, so it makes sense. Also, though, the transfer fee that they're now going to be able to collect for. That's what I mean. Great from them yeah. to just say, hey, sign, we'll sell you, yeah. but just sign this. Um, I, I feel dumb because over the summer I was like, uh, 60, 70 mil for Grealish. Uh, maybe. Really yeah. Now he's 120. Money. It sucks. Now he's uh, expensive as all. And the other thing is, they were so close to being relegated. If they were relegated, it's suddenly... S- and they look great this season. Yeah. I think people kind of forget a that. market sale. He would have gone for, yeah, yeah, like 40, 50. Yeah. And then suddenly all and like now they got Ollie Watkins, they got some great signings, they look really good. It's it's trans we and forget they lost this game, but they did, they did, they did. <laughs> they did. So not, <laughs> I love West Ham. But I mean I love Villa. But um Yeah, it's just like it's just kind of a shock sometimes. I kinda of forget how But I agree, even in this game, it was still an exciting game. Okay, and that Ollie Watkins V A R he had a great goal. Uh, yeah. Who was it? Target who whipped it in. And he's being held back yeah. by West Ham center back, uh, Balbuena. Uh, and prob- he... Yeah. The problem is, if you're offside, but, there's, there's, no, there's no foul. So I, it wasn't a foul. Yeah. The issue was, it was a questionable offside. When they used the VAR, mm-hmm. they used his... They used his yeah. They were trying. They to, used his like elbow, and he cannot score with his bicep. That would be a handball, no. So why do you use that for offside? It, there's the rule. It doesn't make any sense. The rule, that though, that should have been a goal. Yeah, I don't know the offside. I'm I'm honestly so confused because I feel like they they change it up week to week where they decide, you know, to draw the lines, but. They were trying to draw it at like the upper portion of his arm. I was like, for some reason, I thought it was armpit. Armpit makes more sense. I thought it was armpit, but I guess I might have been wrong because they were definitely, I agree, they weren't drawing it at armpit. Whether or not I was looking at that line and like, I, I truly believe VAR can draw these lines and like, whether it's armpit or they can, it, it'll look. It could have looked offside whether it's or true. not they were trying to draw it's a, it. It's a coloring book. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, this is totally a coloring book. Yeah. Um, but then for, for West Ham, I thought Bowen, Jared Bowen, who I don't love, looks pretty good. Um, Why don't you love him? I don't know. He just seems like... I'm, I'm impressed with him. Seems like a short guy they picked up at a bus stop to like play for their team. Well, they did, and it was a bus stop in Hull. Yeah, in Hull City, yeah. Um, you know what was crazy? A kid need a lift? Like, yeah. I didn't. So, remember last year he played against us at the end of the season, looked really said, good. Yeah. And I then took notice and I looked him up. Turns out they bought him like halfway through the season. He ended the season in the championship. Like second or third in the top scores, despite only competing half, half a season. season. Wow! He had seventeen goals for whole city in half a season. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So I was like, oh, uh, like maybe there is something to this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I agree. I you look at him and you're like, this guy doesn't look all that special. He's yeah. effective. He's effective on the wings and, and he gets it done. 
Um, and I like how they set up in the second half with, with Ben Rama, him on one wing and Ben Rama, because he kept finding Ben Rama. And for that second goal that they had, it was ben him Rama, to Ben right. Rama. Ben Rama and was the, like ghosting into the middle, getting the ball, and then chipped it in for the header. It was great. Ben Rama looks great. Yeah. Um, I will say there were some moments where it almost seemed like the physicality of the Premier League was yeah. a little bit He's too. Gonna have to catch up. It's just adjusting, yeah. but he still looked really good. Um, Great signing, I think, for them. Yeah, I'm um, they haven't given him more of a go. I guess they're playing well enough where they haven't want to mix it, up. mix it up too much. But yeah, well, Moyes back at it again. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it insane? That sandbagging son of a gun. He just always Half time makes it's his substitutions. I don't even think he sets up his team or his style of play is that amazing. He somehow has impact substitutions that are just ridiculous. Yeah, you remember against Tottenham. Impact substitution with Zini last minute. Yes. Lazzini. Yeah, that's a really good it's point. Just, it's annoying. Okay, well, Ole gets sacked. No. Does Moyes come back? <laughs> no, never. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think great for West Ham. They're still on, on a winning run, and I hate, I hate how well they look. Because um, last season, it's like, oh, I would hate to be a West Ham fan. They almost got relegated. We just won the FA Cup. And now they look great and Arsenal look terrible. But, uh, yeah, I mean, exciting signings we'll see. I think both team, both of those teams are kind of one of those ones, you know, we're not yeah. too sure about. They look good. They created enough chances, though, as we were saying. That's, I think, why we were so excited about them when we were talking about this game. It's like... Creating chances is the know, hardest Trezeguet, part, right? Trezeguet had that chance where he's like... Ooh. He's right on the line. I don't know I think he was like... I think he was slightly off balance. Yeah. The way he hit it wasn't like... It kind of bounced into the ground almost or yeah. something. But Trezeguet, not my favorite player, but he looks pretty good. Yeah, um, he tried really hard. He's really going... Okay, actually, I almost took a video of it. So he got that pretty bad cut on his eye for that penalty. Uh, he got pushed over. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And then uh, it was Ali Watkins hit the bar. Someone's like, Cleat. Cleat. Yeah. But there's just a video of him. Uh, yeah. He's pouring blood, and they're like, you have to get off the field. He's like, no. And he's like, no. And he goes, and he's like, thumbs up to the bench. <laughs> like, I'm good. And it's like, he just can't see how much blood is on his face. It's so funny. That moment was so funny where he's like, no, no, no. Like, don't take me off because I'm like fine. they don't have to like wait to come back on. Yeah. It's like you don't quite understand. You're getting blood everywhere. Your face <laughs> is just covered in blood. And there's one of his teammates walks up, he's like, No, no, like get off. <laughs> like this is gross. Uh <laughs> and it's like he's just like trying to wipe it off with his jersey and it's just like so <laughs> much blood is He doesn't register jersey. at all. Yeah. Uh yeah, anyways. Um but yeah, that was that was the weekend. Um so going into next week, let's get some predictions. Only for the big games. Uh, West Ham, Man United. You almost forget. Huge. Uh, well, Moyes back against his old club. But actually, um, I mean, I think for me, I think could be could be a West Ham win. Um, the only caveat, I think, is if, if you guys play how you played in the second half of last game, you're going to do it. If Cavani starts... Then I think you guys have a have a very solid chance. But uh, if yeah. Cavani and Van de Beek start, sorry, yeah, I I'm, I'm interested. Part of me wants to know what our lineup is tomorrow against PSG because mm. I think that'll dictate if tomorrow we play Cavani and all the best players. Maybe against uh, West Ham, 
he'll have to rest some of those guys yeah. that he played against PSG and also Cavani. PSG is kind of a must win too. Saw, Cavani had that uh, tasteless uh, post. Post. Yeah, that was bad. I, He's I, like I. Once I realized that could be misconstrued as a fe- misconstrued, you I, just it's a cultural thing. I truly believe because it's not the first time Uruguayan players have gotten in trouble. Suarez has gotten well, they're, they're, trouble. They're cult- culturally yeah. racist. Yes. Yeah. He's gotten in trouble for very racist things against Patrice Evra. But he said it to his face in yeah. the middle of a, like I think. But this this one this one was like he was saying it to an ex teammate that he's probably called his whole life that exact word. And thought it was completely fine. Like this is one of his closest, like yeah. national teammates, and he's just been using that word probably ever since he knew this guy. And it's like that's not okay. Yeah. Um, but you're just like you're almost from like the 1800s, and, you know? These guys, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't like. I'm not defending him. It's awful, and it should. It he needs to learn. And it should never happen. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, all that to say. He might not play this weekend. That's true. Maybe he'll play against PSG. And PSG, I think, if PSG win, I think like like I think you guys have to win against PSG. I'm so worried because then Leipzig are still in it. Yeah, Everyone's still in. It. If you guys lose, go to a last the last day game against Leipzig. I have no confidence. It's a flip of a coin for me. Isn't? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Next we, week, yeah. If we end up against Leipzig needing a win, like I have no. Tough. Idea. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So you think West I'm gonna Ham's say gonna I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say two three two to West Ham. Two to West Ham. Um, again, I I think I always underestimate our defense. Um, this weekend it was set pieces that did us. I don't know if West Ham have that. Maybe with Ogbonna. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a draw one one. Draw. draw. Okay. Respect. Um, all right. Next is Chelsea Leeds. Should be a good game. I'm going to say Leeds take it out. I think I think this will be a real test for Chelsea's defense, just how Leeds play. Yeah. It's, a, it's always a different. Tottenham time. always. Tottenham, like, or Mourinho always gives them a lot of space and respect, right? And so I think, I don't think Leeds will do that. Because they just played how they play, um, so I'm thinking Leeds will Leeds will win maybe, maybe two zero. I think uh, I'm gonna go with two uh, zero the other way. Oh, okay. Yeah, respect. I, I just don't. I I like what I saw. I feel like I would vote with Rafinha with Rafinha scoring. Yeah, um, like that's the result that I almost want to see just from like a, uh, I don't know, a poetic. Standpoint, kind of yeah. Standpoint, but uh, I don't know that it'll happen just because I don't feel like they got enough goals in them. And I would love, I, I, I wanted to see them start scoring goals, but I just don't quite see it. And Chelsea have been pretty strong defensively, so I don't know that Leeds end up getting enough chances. Um, That's fair. So, you know. All right, last one, or last two. We'll go through them quick. Spurs Arsenal. Uh, I also think Koch is going to slip. Yeah, he probably will. <laughs> he probably will. if he starts he will slip. So <laughs> it's almost a guarantee. Uh, but Tottenham Arsenal, North London Derby. It's a it's uh it's at White Hart Lane or what do they call it now? Spurs Stadium. Uh, I think it might be Tottenham. Tottenham Stadium, Tottenham something like that. Stadium, something like 
but they're allowed fans in these days. Two like two thousand fans, so not a lot, but still a little 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 egg up in in that kind of competition. My hope is that that type of game will bring to life some players That's at Arsenal. Very this would be, and this is, is a, a win against yeah. Tottenham, who are top of the league, and suddenly we're in seventh or whatever it is. Big springboard. Um, that would be huge. Yeah. So, so I hate uh, making assumptions on these games because it's hard as an Arsenal fan. I'm like, oh, we're gonna do it. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a nil-nil defensive game. Mm. Um, I'm hoping we can egg one out. I guess. With all my bias, my hope is we'll we'll do it. I want you to egg one out. Um, but what do you think is going to happen? Like, Just say it. Four out of Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why not? I think. Yeah. This one. This one. You think we come to life? I'll give you. I'll give you a. I'll give you a, a two-one win. All right. Let's, let's All see, right. Let's see, let's see this finally be the weekend where uh, where 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 this kind of springs you to action, and I think that's a good point. Like, just like the motivation factor is going to be something different. Hopefully. That drive, yeah. I <laughs> you never know with this team. Um, all right, last one, real quick. Liverpool Wolves. Um, that's so way out of consensus that we both went for Arsenal over Spurs. Yeah, it's. No one, no one. I feel like I'm pandering to you. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the pity. Uh, yeah, you'll do it. Yeah, why not, Andy? Anything's possible. That, that sweater looks so nice on you. Uh, it be anything when you grow up. <laughs> oh God. Um, all right, Liverpool Wolves. I'm gonna say Liver- I'm gonna say Wolves do it. I mean, I think Fabio said we'll have a great game. Liverpool oh, have looked shaky. Wolves, I think away is never a problem. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Wolves do it. I had to put a thing on it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one. Two one. Um, I think Jota scores. Yeah, Jota. That's a good point. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a uh, one one draw. Respect. I just don't see Wolves creating enough chances to score a ton, especially if Liverpool have Fabinho back there. But um, maybe Fabio Silva gets gets one goal, and probably Jota Jota gets his weekly goal. You know, that's fair. That's fair. So annoying. He's so good. Um, All right, last one. Um, Bye. (laughs) 